Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world's bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book Grain Brain, the surprising truth about wheat, carbs, and sugar, your brain's silent killers. In 2011, a study conducted by Harris Interactive for the MetLife Foundation showed that 31% of people fear dementia more than death or cancer. One of the most dreaded brain disorders is Alzheimer's disease, which leaves people unable to think, reason, and remember. Many believe that this condition as well as other degenerative brain disorders are genetically predetermined and inevitable with age. The truth however is that the fate of your brain is not in your genes. The culprits of these brain disorders are the foods you eat daily, and it is modern grains that are silently destroying people's minds. This is the rationale behind the title of this book. Modern grains include not only the refined white flours, pastas, and rice that have been demonized by the anti-obesity advocates but also many foods that are widely perceived to be healthy, such as whole wheat, whole grain, multigrain, seven grain, and so on. Our diets today are predominantly low-fat and high-carb, and these foods including grains and other damaging carbs are the fundamental cause of many brain-related illnesses, including chronic headaches, insomnia, anxiety, depression, epilepsy, movement disorders, schizophrenia, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder ADHD, and forgetfulness problems in the elderly. In addition, these foods accelerate the body's aging process. This book uncovers how grains silently make direct and profound impacts on our brain and physical health. Meanwhile, the authors also offer a comprehensive action plan for changing our lifestyle habits, including eating, exercise, and sleep. These changes serve to keep our brain healthy, sharp, and energized. They will also dramatically reduce the risk of developing degenerative brain disorders in the future by helping us to establish a new way of life. The author of this book David Perlmutter MD is a board-certified neurologist and fellow of the American College of Nutrition. He founded both the Perlmutter Health Center and the Perlmutter Brain Foundation in Florida. Perlmutter is known around the world as a leader in the field of nutritional influences in neurological disorders. His writings appear extensively in medical publications and he lectures worldwide. Kristin Loberg a professional writer is the co-author of this book. Next, we will uncover the book Grain Brain in three parts. Part 1, Why Grains Lead to Brain Disease. Part 2, Grain Brain Rehab. Part 3, Say Goodbye to Grain Brain. First, let's find out how gluten in grains causes brain disorders. Gluten is a group of proteins found in grains, especially wheat. Gluten is present in many types of grains, including rye, barley, and wheat. By acting as an adhesive material, gluten bonds grain flour together. Gluten is why most of the soft and chewy bread products today have a gumminess to them. Gluten also plays a critical role in the leavening process, without it, our bread will not ferment properly. Due to its stabilizing effect, gluten is also often used as an additive in food processing. Thus, it is found in foods like ice cream, cheese, margarine, sauces, and so forth. So, what is the link between gluten and brain disorders? 
Researchers have found that the root cause of degenerative diseases including brain dysfunction is inflammation. Inflammation is triggered when the immune system reacts to a substance in the body. Our body's natural response to certain types of stress is to create swelling and pain, such as skin redness after an insect bite or a swollen ankle after a sprain. These are all signs of inflammation. Inflammation is not an entirely negative bodily response, it also indicates that the body is trying to protect itself from potentially harmful substances. However, when the body is constantly under attack by irritants, and the inflammation response persists, it produces a variety of chemicals that are toxic to our cells. As some of you may know, inflammation is a fundamental cause of the morbidity and mortality associated with many illnesses, including coronary artery disease, cancer, diabetes, etc. However, what isn't widely known is that there can also be inflammations in the brain. Furthermore, brain inflammation is involved in Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, epilepsy, autism, Alzheimer's, and many other ailments. As the brain has no pain receptors, we can't feel when it is inflamed. Gluten is one of the major irritants in the inflammatory pathway leading to the brain. As an inflammatory cytokine, it damages our brain. Gluten is composed of two protein groups, the glutenins and the gliadins. Gliadin is composed of 12 different smaller units, any of which can cause allergic reactions leading to inflammation. An aftereffect of brain inflammation is the activation of free radicals in the body. Free radicals accelerate the body's oxidation process. By the time oxidized tissues and cells stop working correctly, they can pose a lot of health risks. Hearing this, of course, you may immediately wonder, if gluten is so bad, how have we survived so long while eating it? Perlmutter tells us that this is because the grains we eat today are a far cry from the grains that entered our recipes 10,000 years ago. Moreover, modern food manufacturing allows us to grow grains with 40 times the gluten content than the grains of a few decades ago. Now that we've learned about how gluten causes brain disease, let's examine the harmful effects of carbs on the brain. Firstly, like gluten, a high-carb diet is one of the major irritants in the inflammatory pathway leading to the brain. It triggers inflammation and harms the brain. Secondly, ingesting grains and carbs results in blood sugar spikes, which immediately deplete serotonin, adrenaline, dopamine, and other neurotransmitters. These neurotransmitters are our primary mood and brain regulators, and their depletion can set fire to the brain. Many studies have shown a correlation between blood glucose levels and impairment in memory and cognitive skills. For example, a study at Australian National University discovered that people whose blood glucose levels were at the high end of normal range were at much greater risk for brain shrinkage. Thirdly, High blood sugar will initiate a reaction called saccharification. Saccharification is a biological process in which glucose, protein, and certain fats mix, causing body tissues and cells to become stiff and inelastic. Although saccharification is an inevitable and natural biological process, a high-carb diet will speed up the saccharification process. Brain tissue and cells become stiff with saccharification, and high sacrification levels can also lead to cognitive decline. After proteins are saccharified, they become a massive source of free radical production. When there are excessive free radicals in the body, these free radicals get out of control, 
causing damage to lipids, proteins, and even the DNA and RNA in our body. Studies have shown that this type of injury tends to occur in the early stages of cognitive impairment and is directly related to brain degeneration. Aside from this, higher glucose levels in the body can lead to the oxidation of low-density lipoprotein, LDL. LDL is a carrier protein with essential functions. Its mission is to capture cholesterol and transport it to neurons that perform critical functions. Many people perceive cholesterol as something that is detrimental to their health. Still, many scientific studies have confirmed that cholesterol plays a crucial role in maintaining brain health and function. For instance, in the early 21st century, researchers at Boston University studied the relationship between total cholesterol and cognitive performance. According to this study published in 2005, there was a significant positive correlation between total cholesterol and measures of verbal fluency, attention concentration, abstract reasoning, and a composite score measuring multiple cognitive domains. In terms of functionality, cholesterol is the basic building block of cell membranes, a vital brain nutrient, and essential fuel for neurons. It also serves as a powerful antioxidant that protects the brain from free radical damage. The importance of LDL which carries cholesterol becomes clear when we understand how critical cholesterol is to the brain. However, as we mentioned earlier, higher glucose levels in the body lead to LDL oxidation, which compromises its ability to deliver cholesterol to the brain. This leads to brain dysfunction. We are exposed to a variety of carbs in our lives, so it's important to know which ones are more beneficial and which ones are more harmful. The book points out that food made from refined flour, including bread, cereals, and pasta, starches like rice, potatoes, and corn, and liquid carbohydrates such as soda, beer, and fruit juices are all foods that can be relatively more harmful to the brain, because they trigger the most significant surge in blood sugar. Additionally, these carbs are more likely to allow fat to accumulate, leading to obesity. By contrast, the carbs in leafy green vegetables such as broccoli and spinach are mixed with indigestible fiber. Thus, their breakdown is slowed down, which means that the glucose is released into the bloodstream slowly and incrementally. Similar to many vegetables, the water and fiber in fruits will also dilute the blood sugar effect. We've learned how gluten causes brain disorders, as well as the adverse effects of carbs on the brain. Now, Let's move on to understanding how the deleterious impact of gluten and carbs on the brain are related to behavioral and psychological disorders. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention data, in 2013, approximately 6.4 million American children ages 4 to 17 were diagnosed with ADHD, reflecting a 53% rise in the past decade. Another set of data stated that among children under the age of 19, the use of anti-anxiety medication increased 45% in girls and 37% in boys over the decade between 2001 and 2010. Perlmutter tells us that the fundamental cause of these psychological and behavioral disorders is gluten and carbohydrates. Perlmutter briefs us about some of the patients he has seen. K.M., a nine-year-old girl had the classic signs of ADHD and poor memory. A medical test confirmed two causes— gluten allergy and below normal blood levels of omega-3 docosahexaenoic acid, DHA. 
Perlmutter prescribed KM a gluten-free diet and DHA supplements and severely limited KM's beverage intake. After some time, KM's condition improved dramatically. KJ, a five-year-old girl was another patient. She had been diagnosed with Tourette's syndrome, a type of tic spectrum disorder characterized by sudden, repetitive, non-rhythmic movements motor tics, and verbal utterances that involve discrete muscle groups. The exact cause of this neurological abnormality is unknown. Still, Perlmutter found out from KJ's medical records that one of her symptoms before the onset of the disease was diarrhea and that this symptom had continued. Therefore, Perlmutter ran a test for gluten sensitivity and confirmed that she had such an allergy. After putting her on a gluten-free diet for some time, KJ's symptoms were greatly alleviated. There is also a relationship between gluten and autism. Although autism is now a common childhood disorder, there are no widely applicable treatments and no cure. According to Perlmutter, illnesses such as autism, schizophrenia, and bipolar disorder all share an underlying characteristic that we mentioned earlier, inflammation. Moreover, some of this inflammation could simply be the result of poor dietary choices that cause allergies. While this is still a debatable point, some people with autism have experienced symptom relief after eliminating gluten, sugar, and dairy products from their diet. In one particularly notable case, a child diagnosed with severe autism was also found to have celiac disease, an extreme form of gluten allergy, which prevented him from absorbing nutrients. His symptoms lessened when he adopted a gluten-free diet. There is also a linkage between gluten and depression. In 2007, an extensive study was conducted in Sweden to explore the risk of depression in celiac patients and the risk of celiac disease in depressed patients. The results showed that celiac patients had an 80% higher risk of depression. Celiac disease is an extreme form of a gluten allergy that causes damage to the small intestine and is accompanied by diarrhea and abdominal pain. So, how is depression tied to a damaged gut? When the intestinal lining is damaged by celiac disease, the intestines will be less effective at absorbing essential nutrients needed by the brain. In addition, the vast majority of feel-good hormones are produced around the intestines. Hence, scientists call these organs the second brain. Perlmutter also reveals how psychological disorders such as schizophrenia and bipolar disorder correlate with a gluten allergy. People suffering from this type of mental illness also often exhibit gluten sensitivity. Moreover, many studies have shown significant improvement in these patients after adopting a low-carb high-fat diet. That concludes our content for the first part. Let's do a recap. We found out how gluten in grains causes brain disorders. The root cause of degenerative diseases including brain dysfunction is inflammation, and gluten is the most significant irritant in the inflammatory pathway leading to the brain. As an inflammatory cytokine, it damages our brain. Moreover, because modern food manufacturing allows us to grow grains that are 40 times higher in gluten content than a few decades ago, gluten is doing more significant harm in today's era. We also learned about the harmful effects of carbs on the brain. Firstly, like gluten, a high-carb diet is the most significant irritant in the inflammatory pathway leading to the brain, and thus triggers inflammation in the brain. Secondly, 
Ingesting grains and carbohydrates results in blood sugar spikes which deplete neurotransmitters that regulate our mood and mind. Thirdly, high blood sugar initiates sacrification. High levels of sacrification can also lead to cognitive decline. Lastly, higher glucose levels in the body lead to LDL oxidation and reduce LDL's ability to deliver cholesterol to the brain. This will then lead to brain dysfunction. Finally, we learned that mental and behavioral disorders such as ADHD, autism, depression, schizophrenia, and more are all associated with a gluten allergy. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now. Dir hat dieser Podcast gefallen? Dann klicke jetzt auf Abonnieren und empfehle ihn weiter. Bleib immer auf dem Laufenden und folge uns bei Twitter, Instagram und Facebook. Mehr Podcasts findest du auf meinpodcast.de 